so fascinating. Shoes and shirt coordinating. Ooh, captivating. Let's grab lattes while we're waiting. Hey, I have an idea. What? Let's talk fashion. Love it. How's Friday at work? Okay, that's bad. So much fun. Woo! So, so fascinating. Love this look that you're waiting. Ooh, fascinating. This talk's been illuminating. Oh, so fascinating. Groundbreaking and devastating. Wow, I'm roller skating. So much beauty and suffocating. So fashion. A trick called tweeting the tights Okay. Um, hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. This is so fascinating. fascinating. So fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm um, the dilettante dandy of fashion, Max Wittert. And uh, I'm joined by my co-host, the, the Larry, Larry David, David of fashion, fashion. Ruby McAllister. Also joined by... The dulcet tones of Canal Street, which you yes. may hear in the background. Because we are live recording from in New, New York, York City. City. Um, but we're also in, we're recording at MX Gallery. Shout out to MX Gallery and basically a loft space that you didn't know was possible in 2019 so the ambient sounds maybe the you can hear how big the space is and yes honey it is that big yes and, and you can i think you can sort of hear that the bricks are painted white yeah you know what i mean and that the like we are on wooden floors and there's literally an artist an unbelievable artist stefan schwartzman working to my right um max's left and <laughs> oh and we're facing each other and can we're you believe it yeah. Um, and I can see the great, there's gray skies in New York City. Directly across from our eye line across the street is a big blue sign that says New York Life. Right. Which, I mean, this is, we're really, yeah. really giving away where we are. And it is MX Gallery. Right. Uh, but it's 62 degrees. I'm not going to give you the date. Um, but yeah. <laughs> this is just like where we're at and it's and it's hot and it's like you I'm looking down at Magnolia, not um not the bakery. I'm but opening the, my aquaphor. Can I have some of that? Absolutely. Okay. Um I'm sort of taking all of uh Ruby came here really ready to lubricate with some <laughs> nice brand club soda and yeah. aquaphor and I came up the stairs bone dry as bone dry. as always. But you went to the gym and I famously like don't have the time to do anything but cry. <laughs> so, <Right. laughs> so that's but my main You know main what? You make the time when you really commit mm. to it. You just make the time because oh, I also, um, yeah, I have. I was like really, really adamant about going to the gym last year around this time of yeah, year. Yeah, I remember. And that. I did like a really fucking good job. I actually started to develop muscles for the first time in my life, and I was like oh my God, what if one day I have a body? Right. And then it all fell apart in the summer somehow. Because you were like sort of like having... This is what happened. You, <laughs> I'm you mouthing just something. sex? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were having like a lot of... <laughs> um, actually, this... Okay. <sighs> to tell you what actually happened is so embarrassing, so embarrassing. Yeah. which is that... So that's I'll say it. it. So that's <laughs> is, his life. Yeah. Which is just that, okay, ready, feel free to fall asleep during this. But so like <laughs> when you are trying to develop a gym body, and I know yeah. this because I've lived with like two really intense gym rats, um, Justin and Joel, who are fabulous people. But anyway, so uh, they... 
taught me that basically you gain and lose fat and muscle together. So when so the way to like get like a rockin' body yeah. is basically you have to do it in multiple phases. Gaining mass and then losing mass. So you like gain fat and muscle together and then you try to just maintain the muscle while you lose the fat and you do that by continuing to work out um, while also not eating enough to maintain right. your body so right. that the so, so that your body right. is burning calorie is burning the fat and and knows that it needs to hold onto the muscle because you keep using it. The thing is, is that while you are gaining mass mm-hmm. and gaining muscle, you are it, then able to like lift, lift more weight. So you can like, so you can be like, oh, there's measurable progress here. I feel like I'm building up. But then when you're starting to cut, you cannot get stronger. So that was mm-hmm. so emotionally debilitating to me that I just gave up going to the gym entirely and uh, have not really been to the gym much in the past few months. And then I went vegan and started getting a lot of weight. Yeah, that is too. definitely also the misconception of I went the to the world. bathroom here and there was a really skinny window. Yeah. And looking at the skinny window you were made like, me feel skinny. Right. Dude, I the skinny journey for me is so <laughs> traumatizing. And yeah, like as I, it is for everybody. I right? know, but there were moments of my life where I was like really skinny and like working it and for some reason this past year I was like I'm gonna go back on that skinny journey and it's like there's so many pitfalls the 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 issue with me is like I need like a fucking therapist nutritionist or whatever to like trainer yeah yes to be like when I'm upset it doesn't mean that I can just like get fat again you need accountability yeah I don't have I don't like I don't get that I just like am like because my existential attitude is just so intense where it's like what's the point like I'm like it's this is just supposed to be fun like right I don't get it but then now my brain around my birthday transitioned to like the only reason to live is to be hot and skinny yeah like that's the only reason we're here is to be is hot. to procreate, right? Yeah. yeah, and it's just it's yeah. not necessarily to be skinny, but it's to be hot. To be hot, you know, like I whatever know. that is for you. Yeah, it's like fucking. I already have the fucking personality. I have a hot personality. I don't. I just need a hotter body. It's like you can be a, I, have a yeah. hot body and have a shit stupid uh, not hot personality. That's every stage. You know, like those girls in high school that were like the stage managers in theater class, and they had those ratchet ass faces and these like fucking bodies <laughs> they had these like fucking huge big naturals and like uh-huh. a skinny flat stomach but they were just like rot people right and they were like let's go people let's go go <laughs> yeah go. And they're like yeah. yeah they're like come on serious they were just like these nerds bossing right, you around right, and you're right, like get right. the fuck out of my face yeah, yeah, yeah. and like volleyball beach volleyball but they like had these huge boobs like these huge soft beautiful boobs mm-hmm. And, like, I always had fantasies of, like, fucking these girls just to be, like, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Because they're so hot, but they're so awful and annoying and so ugly in the face. such a, like, (laughs) bro-y thing of you to say. Well, that's, like, a lot of my sexuality is about that. Is and it about it, like embodying like bro, bro? No, not to actively embody bro, but to just like make somebody shut up. Shut up. Oh, okay. Which is weird. And I'm also realizing that's probably. 
I don't think so. Okay. Probably in some form. Because there's something so like like oh, just put this dick in your mouth about what you. No, you're it's because I me. went to girls' school when oh, I was okay. like twelve oh, to okay. thirteen, and I like had so much sex with girls. Okay. That there was like the, this at, in at twelve to thirteen, you were having sex with <laughs> so many women. I mean, it, I mean, it was I guess technically sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ruby's eyes Liz just like lowered uh, she just like smirked and sort of rolled her head around <laughs> I, I mean like all of my no that's like when I sexually experimented was when I was 12 and 13 at girls school like because you're in jail you're in fucking prison right and it's like you, who else are you gonna fuck like trying to coerce a 13 year old boy to like let you suck his dick is so much work like that's what I realized. I was also chubby and really loud. <laughs> right, 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 right. So yeah. it was like, I guess, like these girls will fuck. You know, like I'm attracted to these girls, and we wanna. We're so horny. We're our heads are gonna fall off our bodies. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So a lot of my like sexuality is like about power because like when you're that young at a girl's school, everything is like very animalian power dynamics. And if you are also having sex at that age, it's like, you know what I mean? Like you're basically experimenting with same sex power dynamics pretty early on. And you understand the control you can have by like making a girl come, which is like really powerful. Did I learn how to make a boy come? No, <laughs> no, I didn't. And that, and then thus is the sort of inequity of like really giving men in my life pretty much like all of the power until I realize like that faith, that fateful realization that they're like, so, you know, that it's, it, it, that there's more, that there's no power dynamic, that the power dynamic is like my restlessness. Do you know what I mean? No. Okay. What I'm going What do you mean the power dynamic is your restlessness? It's like, you know, like there's so much like cat and mouse chasing with men and women. There's sure. just so much chasing. I mean, I think it's a wonder that they and ever then, get together. Right. Honestly. It is yeah. a wonder that men and women ever get together. And then when I surrender or when they finally surrender to me, then I just like get restless again. And it's like, I don't know how to move past the, ch the chase phase. I really don't. Yeah. I think a lot of people it's struggle with that. It's a huge thing I need to learn. I mean, I think that's kind of like the classic. Isn't that like the sort of like classic, like like old couples are always like, like, oh, sure, everybody can, like anybody can fall in love, but can you stay in it? Or yeah. You know, yeah. it's like that kind of thing. But I think there always has to be a little bit of a chase. In a way, there always has to be like, yeah. doot, doot, you know, like, yeah, of course. there has well, to be a leader well, of course, and a because like, Well, yeah, I mean, you know, there's no wonder that like old couples, you know, when you ask them like how they've stayed together the whole time, it's like, well, he's like, I've never gotten dressed in front of him. You know? Yeah, <laughs> or it's like, like, yeah. You know, I mean, there is like an that. aspect of that that I do think is like sort of old world, but it's mm -hmm. like, it's either like preserving your independence in some sort of essential way or like never peeing with the door open or whatever. Right, right. It's either like, Which I've already failed so many times. I don't get yeah. that thing. Yeah. I don't get that thing. But I do, I don't even know. I know nothing. I have nothing. But that is some hot, cool power dynamic stuff that I just was right. talking about. And, um. and, and, okay, so transitioning into yeah. fashion. Yeah. 
something that we want to talk about is that we don't want to talk, talk about, about fashion, fashion anymore. anymore. Which I think, like, me at the top talking about, like, my how I develop my sexual proclivities is sort of a ding-dong warning sign of... Yeah, of what's to come. Because the thing is, is that we're at the end of the decade, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We are truly at the end of the decade. Yeah. It's like ticking, ticking, and I don't know about you, but I am desperate for this decade to close. I'm desperate. I'm lousy desperate. You can, you know what? It can close, but it's just going to keep going. Do you, I guess, but I think that there's a real, I, it's still, it's still 2018. I guess you're right. There's <laughs> you know, an aspect like, of that. I haven't. I feel like I have. We been just in got over 2016, like two days ago. Oh, we d oh we did. I think we did. Okay. Like right. that finally feels like a long time ago. Okay. That sure. finally feels like sure, a minute sure, ago. Sure, sure. You sure, know sure. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But I do think like there are already some like trends, some things that are like definitely we are all together in the zeitgeist in the collective consciousness already sort of over. And I definitely think number one is fashion. I think fashion yes. is totally over. I think people are over it. And you know what to me signaled the <laughs> end of fashion entirely was, was like during New York, was it New York fashion week when Versace sent the fucking Jennifer Lopez yes. dress down? Yes. And I was like, Oh, it was in New York, but it yeah, was, what they was, never that? was that Paris? That's Paris. Okay, I think, or is it fucking Milan? Milan, sure. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was like a <laughs> that, shocking was like, idiot move. It was that was insanity. It, it was like I was hurt. I was hurt by it. I was, <laughs> I was too. really hurt. By I was it. too. It was really bad. Yeah. It was so bad. I mean, like JLo looked, JLo's like looking better than she's ever looked in her whole, like, I'm just shocked at JLo, but like, yeah, she looks good. No, that like mimetic. I'm just so over the internet. Also the internet, the is, internet so is so over. I'm <laughs> talking about the internet is so, so over. over. I and was, we have uh, to literally get over it. We I have to get the fuck wait, speaking over, of over it. it. I was thinking today about how like I kind of hate terms like like post internet or like post club culture or whatever because it's like all post those things Trump. do. Oh yeah, or like <laughs> or like things that like are post still social th media. Things that still yeah, things that like still yeah. exist. It's like yeah, you yeah. can't talk about it as in like post. So like I, I kind of feel like the prefix should just be like I'm over it hyphen. Whatever I, it is. Yeah, <laughs> like, know, like, we're in the phase of getting of over, like, of, yeah, of like, I'm over it internet. Yeah, exactly. I'm over it internet. Yeah, I'm over it <laughs> I'm over it social media. I'm over it. Yeah, I'm over it. Club culture or whatever. Yeah, no, it's yeah. like, we're not, because it's definitely not post. We're going to be battling this bitch to the yeah. fucking end. Yeah, it's, and also, it's yeah, here and also to the stay. idea that, it, you know, that any of this stuff won't just come crawling back like the fucking Versace dress. Just when you think it's dead. It's rearing itself out of the lagoon again. I'm willing to bet that after J-Lo died, They'll dig up her fucking corpse and put her back in that dress. Yeah, they're gonna bury her, bury her in that dress yes. in a live public glass coffin. Yeah, and we're gonna set it aflame. I mean, and then a projection actually, wait, of the dress will the float end over. Of, like the internet, right? Like, didn't that dress sort of? In, they say that it inspired Google, Google image search. search. Yeah. Who cares? What a perfect way to put a button on the end of my of the fucking decade is like. But yeah. also, just like with data mining, like I remember being in college and being so interested in like you know, like this 
these like how we were constantly comment how there was like in this I don't even know how to talk about it really, but it was like when net art was a thing mm -hmm. and like we could talk about like our origins in tandem with the internet. Like I was very like into that. I thought that was mm -hmm. cool at mm -hmm. a certain point. And we were like talking about like the culture and the end of capitalism, like through the internet. And I cannot tell you how boring that idea is now. I cannot even fucking tell you. Like I can't, the fact that we're data mined at such a rapid rate now. I'm mm -hmm. like, it doesn't, it's so crazy how bored I am. I've I never mean, been yeah. so bored in my entire life. Yeah. I've well, never been this bored. <laughs> I've literally never been this bored. I try really hard not to be bored. Right. You know what? Like I think about. I don't, you, and I usually don't have to try very no. hard. To not, I can usually suffice on what I've got, but totally. I, feel, I feel you on that as well. And it's well. like the shit that I'm interested in. I'm literally reading a David O. Selznick fucking autobiography. Who's that? Who that you is. may ask. Right. Yeah. Totally. Why would you know? He's literally the producer of Gone with the Wind. Who cares? Okay. You know what I mean? Like I'm starting at such a backlog of just like, what was I interested in when I was five? Mm -hmm. I am so bored. <laughs> I can't tell you. I can't even tell you. Literally. So the internet is over. It's exhausting. I'm exhausted. But cinema is back. Cinema is back. Ruby and I have declared this. I, I, and, I, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, yeah, we'll get back to cinema okay. is back, but cinema is so back. I think literally how much money is going into television, please, by the way, kiss of, this kiss is of not death. a kiss of death. Like no. I love oh. television. Oh, I okay. put me on a show. I love acting on television shows. Oh, I love right. being yes. a part of yeah. the machine girl. <laughs> um, but just a note to the wise, if anyone's listening, um, is, yeah, no, television is so over. They're oversaturating the market. Mm. It's so done. It's so done. And cinema is yeah. obviously so back in everybody. I mean, as someone it. who's like interested in like animation and specifically adult animation, like this is sort of like struggling territory for me because I agree that everything is like, like extraordinarily oversaturated. It's like such a cliche thing to even bring up, but... In a way, I do think that there's like still room for like adult fantasy, and I don't mean like like capital F, like fantasy, like the you're talking genre. about like fantasies, yeah, just well, I, little guess, like like bedroom fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> no, not like not like sex. What? How am I? How am I? What am I trying to like? Bedroom here, okay. like. I just feel I just feel like there's so much there's so much like heart that is gone because people feel so much pressure to like pro to produce that nobody is given enough time to saturate themselves with anything. So like mm. of course we're bored. Yeah. Because because there there's too much. There's so there's so much that it's yeah. There's it's no like it's yeah. Like, like somehow all of culture has turned into a wallpaper. Yeah, you know? yeah, no, totally. But it like does really pose the question of like how consumers. So when I, so when I talk about fantasy, I'm sorry. So when yeah, I talk yeah. about fantasy, I talk about like I'm thinking like like sort of like like daydreaming saturation. So like you know how like as an artist, mm. your ideas 
come when your mind is given the space to play. Right. That is something that is sort of required for artists. That's why they go get grants and go off into the woods and write for a month. That's why they go off and, you know, with like a vague deadline of like making a body of work and try to like isolate themselves because like everyone knows that part of the process is, is giving your mind this, a sense of like safety and routine so that you can allow your mind to wander into places that you could not force it into. Right. And so when I talk about like, like animation as an adult, I think, I think one of the reasons that animation is like, you know, so geared towards children is because they in general have a sense of safety that allows their minds to like blow open and, experience stuff like cartoons um in in a sort of like inter like <laughs> internal, internal fantasy yeah, yeah, yeah. way because 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 they're capable <clears throat> of like of digesting the world in formats that are not like real mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. <laughs> so i guess so what you I'm think s- that there's like what you're trying to say is that you think that there is like a huge market for animation yeah, I do, and I. Well, no, well, yeah. But, but and and obviously, like you know, whatever all the companies are saying that anyway, and yeah. and they all are looking for animation, but but what I'm saying is like is like I think it's culturally important for I agree with to, that. Ha- to have it because I don't I, really I think, like I think animation. It allows, you don't like animation. I really don't. But yeah, like, that's I'm... that's because you probably haven't like had good iterations of it. I don't know. I mean, it just is always stresses me out. Like it just always stresses me out. I don't know why. Really? Yeah. Animation really stresses me. Out. I mean, Did like you watch, I like Daria as a kid. I watched all of that stuff and I all liked it, but I don't dream in pictures like that. I don't like, mm-hmm. there's nothing about me that's like in animation. Like I like animation. That's funny because I think a lot of people would like accuse you of being a cartoon character. From the outside. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's something like cartoony about me, but there, there's no, like, I'm not like in a cart. Well, I'm not really in a cartoon world mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. It just stressed me out. Wait, we're talking about this stress. Like, I just stress? like when I was a kid and like the Animaniacs were on, I was like, get the f- me the fuck out of this stress world. Well, like well, there was like an aspect of like yeah. humor at, or like drama in animation right. that it was like, dunk, 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 like we're solving something. Let's go. Like there's that, uh, there's that well, stress. And then there's another stress of like, the humor of like bing bong ding dong like it was like right. those are way too pointed and stressful and I like but that's, would shut yeah. the fuck down. But as that's a kid. something that I would not want to make. No, of you course. You know, because like because like my favorite sh- like my favorite shit is like you know so it's like basically <laughs> like people just sitting on a couch and talking, but it's like animated, you know. Yeah, no, I'm obsessed, I guess. I don't like, <laughs> I I like, like, I don't know. I don't like family. I don't really like Family Guy. Right, sure. But I like, I guess I like South Park. I like South Park. But yeah, I don't South like Park's it for the fucking. Animation. I mean, the animation doesn't do anything i like you know there's a lot of whatever all i'm saying if we have to be in animation world i guess that's fine i guess that's fine i just wonder if we don't have to we do apparently you're saying but but i 
but I think you're right. Avenue. I think that next decade is about animation. I, I also think, just think it's a, I think it's a lot easier to like. But to I like think like that's when the synchronicity happens, or like you know what I mean. That's when like we become robot. It's like when everything is animated. Everyone plays video games. You're talk. You're talking about like the. Oh, what is that? It, what is that like? Uh, I don't what is even it called? Know, the exquisite actually. valley. What is that phrase? What am I talking? What's the? Oh my god, I don't know. <laughs> it's when, all when this thing, shit is something like that I know of, from yeah. dating men. Like I don't know what the synchronicity means, but I just say it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just like said that, and I just think like I got it from some fucking paranoid guy I've fucked. Well, speaking of that, something that I actually wanted to bring up was like like the Hong Kong protest. Yeah, I mean, and that's really relevant to what he, this, people, is, this people, is. Okay, so like something that and I thought also was like, pause just really quick. Yeah. Coffee's over, tea is in. Coffee is over, tea is in. That's all I have to say. And Ruby is declaring this just as I've really started in my life drinking coffee. But Max and is, Max and, is a course, contrarian, so. and that's why that's happening. You're a contrarian that's culturally. That's true. And like yeah. you like hated coffee. Like when right, it was right. like the cold brew yeah. fucking when insanity. When Max likes fire, that yeah. means everything yeah, is ice. ice. <laughs> that, I, uh, but now everything is going to be like herbal teas. Like fucking mark my words. Everyone is so over coffee. I mean, They're listen, falling asleep. They're falling decade, decade the fuck asleep. Decade after decade, year after year. It's going to be like the minute, late 90s again. I watched again. the entire world come back to California. Yeah. I watched the entire world be like, oh, actually, we do sort of like sustainable agriculture. Oh, actually, we do sort of like hippie food. Oh, actually, maybe, we, like maybe we do like foods. weed. Maybe we yeah. like hemp. Yeah, maybe we like, and it's like, yeah. Okay, you guys, we've been doing this the whole time. Oh, and by the way, we are now burning. Save <laughs> us or you will have nothing. It's true. Save California or we will have nothing. Save California or we will have nothing. nothing. <laughs> there was also <laughs> tangent because then we're going to talk yeah. about the Hong Kong protests. Yeah. But tangent. Okay, on but Melrose. Tangent, yeah. But tangent. On Melrose Avenue in La Cienega, there was this fucking bar called elixir that my dad used to take me to <laughs> across from the Bodhi tree and it was called elixir know you know exactly about. what I'm talking about and I it was like a zen-esque yes. like palace yes. where you could only get herbal infused tea teas mm -hmm. like you could get like a fizzy tea but like then you'd sit in a little bamboo garden and like drink it or whatever and it was like very much like the first place I saw people do work at a coffee shop like it was the first place where it's like uh. people are here to write their manuscript and their fucking screenplays but it was right. called elixir and it was a tea palace and i just think like have you zen had, oh. tea palaces literally watch out new york that's the f invest in tea palaces <laughs> like watch me Ruby, watch me you be can't right. say that because like in new york it's like that's saying like oh invest in quiet open spaces which Make a like, fucking the fact that like you, that the fact that like the fake nature thing didn't take over here like oh, the fact sure. that like we didn't go in New York like full China world of like digital parks and like fucking fake tree that is the next thing to take over New York I swear I swear yeah anyway so back to China speaking of China speaking of China yeah and digital um, and digital. So you were telling I saw, me this I saw this thing. thing online of like people basically wearing these projector headdresses that would project a different face onto their face so that facial recognition software could not recognize them. And I thought that that was 
So how did that work? Cool. They had like mini. Basically, little it was like a headband that went like laterally around their heads, and then there was like a little like projector, projector. hanging off the front of it that was projecting onto their face. I don't think this was like widely used, obviously, but I did see it <laughs> online, and I thought it was how so fucking see? cool. You can still well, you can still see. Like when and there's like a fucking light in your eyes. Yeah, you perform on stage. You can still see the audience, especially if there's light out there. Wait, that's amazing. But like how many people did this? I mean, probably a negligible amount, but I think it's a really fucking cool concept. And I've okay. So for years I thought, do you, guys, okay, so do you guys know that fucking dystopia? Kink, you guys know that like kink masking? Do you know what that is? Ruby? No. So it's like, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's particular like, Okay, it's particularly centered around like like men that will wear m- masks that are the shape of women's faces oh, yeah, and yeah. put on oh like God, fake tits and like oh put God, on like a whole course. fake woman's body yeah, over yeah, their yeah. body. Yeah, I've been there, done that. Yeah, and like, yeah, I've been there. So like, so like, <laughs> I'm like not six over years it ago, So like six years ago, I was like, that is going to be the future. You're going to see everyone, everyone walking yeah. down the street like that. And of course it hasn't come true. But... It hasn't but, come true. But I do still think there there's something to that. There is an aspect of it, though. That I is very much in the yeah, culture. Yeah, just because yes. I said it would be the future, I didn't necessarily mean the immediate future. So, there, but similarly, yeah. I think the yeah. facial projection thing is really fucking cool in that same way because, like, in this era of data mining, yeah. right? Like, everyone is so fucking eager to, like, anonymize themselves. And Do you I, think that's true? Yeah, I don't think, I think anybody is interested in being anonymous. Oh, I think people definitely are. Are you what kidding me? What do you me? mean? No. No? I think we're so fucking obsessed still with individuation because it's all we know. Yeah, but it's what like, are you talking so about you're, anonymizing you're, so yourself? Because I think that that is like, like the, I think that's like the logical. Yeah, well, I think that's like the logical progression of like. Oh, everyone, because like basically for years, everyone has been like, I'm a brand, I'm a brand, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like boring to talk about that. Yeah. So then what happens after that, after you realize that like you have, like you are completely consumed, you know, it's like you want to go. stop working. I think people are going to stop working. Well, that's the fucking dream, right? It's like, yeah, everything should be like autonomized so that (laughs) we can stop working completely. But I mean, that wouldn't. But that's but, like, you know, reformatting society, whatever, Bernie. Yay. Okay, yeah. But so. also like, don't believe in automation. I don't believe in automation. You don't believe in automation? No. What do you mean? Are you psycho? What do you mean? What do you, you don't mean? believe in automation? I don't believe in like the fucking robots taking over. Like don't you believe- don't believe it can happen or you don't believe it should happen? It shouldn't happen. Right. It should not happen. I don't believe in automation. I, I don't think be- a lot of shit should be automated. Wouldn't it be fucking nice if people didn't have to like toil in farms? Wouldn't it be like nice if people didn't have to like toil in like the sewage system? You know, it's like there are things that that like but in a fantasy world, yeah, in could, a fantasy world, sure, like you know, should be automated so that people can like use their time in in ways that like, are, like our meaning to them. But like we don't have whatever. I'm That's not saying a, that people. Should just, just like, like be in anastasis. this reality, yeah. just in this reality, uh-huh. in this government, in this world, I don't believe in automation. Talk just about because it. there's Talk like no infrastructure, there's no infrastructure for that. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, that is the main there's issue. no fucking well, yeah, infrastructure. Of course, right. like in a on a utopian value system. Of course, I believe in like our needs being met by non-humans, so humans can like be 
German <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> like we had, so we all get like a German paycheck. But it's like, I, I mean, I don't. No way. No way. Hmm. Not, I mean, it's just that's it. I, a lot of things would I think have we to might change. have just been arguing basically the, For the same, same point. Thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Disagreeing with each other. No, but I just think like we're so out brown branded, we're so out identified that I think the existential question is so, so resoundingly huge right now. I think the existential quandary of like why this the feeling that life is purgatory is so huge right now. It's such a huge resounding feeling right now, I feel like. And yeah. the zeitgeist. No, I completely agree with you. And I think the question of why keep living, I'm not talking on like a suicidal level. I'm just talking about like on an existential, like yeah. Yeah, what yeah, yeah. is tomorrow for yeah. me yeah. is such a resounding thing that I think obscure, I guess like being anonymous is part of that. But I also just think like, is like why fucking Kanye West became Christian. Like it just like, do you know what I mean? Like we are all at that point. I mean, we're I think all this is about to convert to some insane religion. We're all yeah. of trying to find fucking capital G God. Well, because yeah, that's like, why everybody's is... into fucking astrology right now is because nobody yeah. has like no one has like grounded per- by any there's no grounding sort of religion, and like basically. we're going to go like not to be like Kanye is the trendsetter because I don't think this album is as like a you know, whatever <laughs> this new album. I haven't listened to it. I don't. Really whatever. Know. It's like whatever, and it's obviously like he's whatever. He upsets people. Whatever the fuck. Um, but yeah, like Kanye is like unfortunately a trendsetter, and like Jesus is king, and like fucking listen to that statement because mm-hmm. it's like he he has out identified himself. He has out branded. He is out. He is our next step Mm -hmm. if Kanye is into God you better fucking be listening to it regardless of what you think about his MAGA whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. get like whatever Mm -hmm. like that is some real shit and I think like that goes beyond no I mean I've been saying it for years that I (laughs) I mean me too God yeah we all need to go back to church and and if anybody is going back to church fucking support them in doing so and don't fucking humiliate them yeah and don't be like your fucking stupid mom Mm -hmm. and be like why are you going to church (laughs) really cool (laughs) (laughs) no um sort of that was a projection going back to projections but I am interested in this face projection thing. I do think it is so amazing. I think it is so amazing. I think it is so fucking cool. I mean, cool imagine the ability to like live Photoshop your face. I mean, people I are mean, already trying hot. to do that, right? Like that's, I mean, that's basically like what the makeup trends are. Oh. Ooh, that was, oh, sorry. I just dropped my brick. <laughs> I just dropped my little brick. My little I carry brick. My, I, uh, Ruby and Honestly, I. Honestly, that's wait. a fucking hot thing. If everybody had totem <laughs> bricks, yeah, or stress I was, bricks. What if I just started, you know, we need to bring back his paperweights. True. Oh, that is huge. We're bringing back paperweights. Dude, in, bring, in we're bringing back paperweights. Paper yeah. Tchotchkes. Tchotchkes are so back. back. <laughs> <And> I, 
fucking I, fucking fill, fill your, your home homes. with with just that shitty Jewish shinwazi. Yes. You know, and just like And you know what's so the fuck out I can't even fucking what, tell you. What? It's gonna make you upset though. No, tell me. House plants. <laughs> it is I mean they are, so no, you are correct. Fucking out. Yeah, you're correct. If you wanna plant, put it outside. Put that put, put it, it outside. outside. Have a out, plant. Yeah. For sure, have a plant. Love yeah. a plant. Grow a plant. Honestly, yeah. What is, Put it outside. What is it, what is it when you can like commit to a tree? You commit know, to like, a tree. You know what I mean? You know, it's, you know when the, it's like, like you can a donate tree, to a you tree. Like a tree. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, do that. Yeah, that's do hot. That, do that. That's that. That hot. hot. Donating that's to a tree is hot. Donating to a tree fund is really hot. I don't give a shit if you think it's corny. Yeah. It is hot. Yeah, it is hot. Trees is all we have. When I was a teenager, when I was a teenager, for years, my parents would be like, so what do you want for your birthday? And I was like, I don't get, I, no, I was literally like, really? like, don't you dare get me anything. I don't need things. What I want is for you to take whatever money you are going to give me for On a, a present. And, yeah. And, and donate it. Donate it to what? I, I was like, I, was like I, I mean, I didn't even tell them. I was like, you decide. That's really weird. That's really <laughs> passive. It is. It is. But if if my point was for <laughs> them to like Love examine, ex- no, no, no to like <laughs> if if like my like bratty little like teenage self uh-huh. like self expression was to like say like you need to examine why you feel compelled to buy things, you know? Then yeah. like then I like mean, you were raised. And guess what? This. And guess what? They gave me like really good, or they gave to like really good foundations. Really? Yeah. It was like it was like oh like we're helping to like like you know. Build like an irrigation system in this city, or like oh, okay. oh like we oh, planted like this many trees in, in your name. Yeah. Cool, great. I went to tree people as a child. I don't know what that is. Max, honey, <laughs> honey, you better learn. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, tree people was just like this tree organization on Mulholland Drive. Uh, okay, okay, okay. And it was like you went to the organization and learned about different trees, and like literally they forced you to hug trees to have spiritual connections with trees. Okay. And bitch, it changed me. Yeah. That changed my molecules. Yeah. I hugged a fucking eucalyptus tree at, I don't know, five years I'm old. I'm so close to eucalyptus trees. Yeah, don't even get me started on eucalyptus. We actually have to talk about eucalyptus at some point. At some point. I mean, that's a real, like, eucalyptus I'm Eucalyptus trees are my father. Yeah. Yeah. Eucalyptus trees are my mother. It's really, really interesting that you say father. Okay. But they do remind me of my father. Okay. What does that yeah. say? Yeah. They remind me of my father. Um, And similarly to, like, mother-father is literally we saw a parasite, which, a parasite. like, I guess is, like, old news at this point. Yeah. it abs- Oh, especially by the time this comes out, whenever that is. I should. This could be Whatever. a fast. Yeah. Well, we'll see. A little zip in the Parasite. Mouth. This movie, I think, is like so important. It's so <laughs> important. It's truly so important. And like, I don't know. I don't know how like much we're gonna get into it. If there's like spoiler alerts or I don't whatever. give a fuck. I don't. You know what? Oh, heaven forbid you your movie experience is spoiled. <laughs> what? Who cares? But. Parasite and like the phenomenon of fer- Parasite has really is like the only thing that I don't find boring, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. And it was so. I mean, you've been screaming, screaming. about class struggles. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. In this movie yeah, so yeah, much yeah. About that. And it is like it really so did. Who, so hit for anybody home. who hasn't seen it, Parasite is this movie by Korean director Bong Joon Ho, and it's about, uh, like basically like garbage family, like <laughs> bottom of the 
wrong. Struggling to bottom survive. Of the lot, struggling to survive family who basically like encounters this rich family and is slowly able to like manipulate Through, themselves yeah. into the home by getting each of them hired separately as help as help, as different as forms help, of help uh through through deceit um and uh it's effectively about the corrupting power of money and like and you know and like sort of it you know it's very like whatever like the haves versus the have nots or whatever but it does it i don't know it just expresses it in such a gloriously elegant way with really like correct amounts of horror. Right. Um, I mean, I guess technically, I guess like it goes into that new thing that we're experiencing in the latter part of the 2010s. And I definitely think like, I am curious to see how it moves forward in the next decade of like this new genre of horror that like I obviously like get out also sort of precedented, which mm -hmm. is like, how do you like taking a real social dynamic and like pushing it to an extreme, pushing mm -hmm. the already existing horror to the extreme rather than, sort of manipulating like because horror is always like blah 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 film school blah 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 symbolic symbolic of some sort of social structure whoever mm -hmm, is the villain mm -hmm. whoever is the terrorist whatever mm -hmm, is sort of mm -hmm. magnified within the horror villain but rather than this is becoming like a less a, a far more gray area horror genre of like explicitly talking about social right because, existences. It, because it's not like a yeah. boogeyman really it's like right it's. I mean, I think it's like it's us like totally the air. To the do that, air itself is is the is the villain. It's like it's like it's the the exist the existing is the yeah. villain. I mean, um, I, to be honest, like, I didn't even think it was that extreme of like a, <laughs> of it, a movie. It was like huh? it was like it was Are like you kidding? it was like it was like expressed I mean, a lot cartoonishly of it, in in parts. But there was but aspects like, of the whole like. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, the whole like underground aspect to it when it m when it moves into that's the part that I was thinking of that is like the most cartoonish. Right. Like, I mean, that's a sort of like an ex it, it, it definitely is in the realm of reality, but it's it's incredibly extreme and in the whole dichotomy of like of being visible and hidden and protected and unprotected. That whole thing is like almost like it's like delicatessen or something. It's like it's like mm -hmm. it's like a hyper surreal. Um, it's like hi it's hyper horror. Do you know what I mean? It's so horrific that it's right. real. Right. Is that suddenly that horror is yeah. suspended out of time in a way, and it's just like, oh my god, that is that is a reality of. I've been existence. seeing so many people. I've I've. It, I've been in public so much lately, like on the in on the train specifically, where people have gotten into like violent screaming matches with each other. Really? Yes. This has been happening to me so much lately that like seeing movies like this is almost a bit of a catharsis because it sort of validates this like underlying violence that everybody <laughs> I think is is feeling. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And to and so to see this stuff acted out in like these, you know, quote unquote gratuitous or like horrific or cartoonish ways feels so justified that it almost does not feel 
cartoonish to me or something. Right. I mean, like, that's the thing is that, like, the there's this new genre whereas, like, literally films are speaking out for what we cannot say, mm-hmm. like, literally in real time. Mm-hmm. And there is something really exciting about that. But that's also something I have an issue with, like, and literally fucking call me about this is, like, everybody's obsession with succession is like totally bizarre to me. I haven't watched it. Just because it is so like like, gratuitous of like, it's just like behind the scenes of like a media empire family. Mm -hmm. But it's like who I I understand all of the, like it, it being like the death nail of a certain type of capitalism by making it into sort of like this sitcom families. I understand all of the critiques on it, but succession is so fucking, I find it so boring. And I, and also note, and I literally, everybody will disagree with me. It's not chic. It's not cheek. That one redhead it has good tits, but like that's about it. Okay. Anyway, there's some good aspects to it, but like let's let's be real. But it's like Paris. There's an aspect of parasite. There is such a chicness to it oh, because hell yeah. there's a the art direction's unbelievable. But yeah. the the real chicness of it in my mind is that it is voicing yeah something that's completely not supposed to be written. It's not supposed to be in visual art. It's supposed to be in a moving image. And that's Mm -hmm. what's so, uh, it's like the power of Parasite is so beyond, like we are no longer in the turn of the 20th century. We don't need manifestos. Manifestos don't work anymore. The written word about the class struggle doesn't Doesn't matter. It's in like actual, it's seeing it in action. You have to see it in action. We cannot have artwork, still artwork about the class struggle. We can't have fashion shows about the class it can only exist in film mm-hmm. and i think it can only exist in film I it should it should I be in a limited time of an hour and a half or a two and a half space. hours that controlled. that's controlled yeah. it shouldn't be in a television show yeah, no. it ha- cannot be this long wind it cannot be long-winded it has to be delivered in that context and yeah. that's what's fucking powerful about it and that's what's chic about it because you're seeing something and it's like platonic true form it's like seeing a shape it's like seeing a new shape mm-hmm. and it's like it's exactly what it is and that's i think as we move we will have to like also with like once upon a time in hollywood and just so many films coming out about the exactness of a film about there is in the time of television in the time of oversaturation in the time of of so much digital imagery like film is really the only thing we have left it's mm-hmm. the only thing we have left and like maybe theater like mm-hmm. maybe there maybe theater maybe theater mm-hmm. i don't know about theater to be honest but i'm going to like think about theater but i don't but i literally <laughs> don't know next episode will be next about episode theater. is about theater Noted. Did Next you, episode did you see the Almodovar movie that came out? I didn't. Okay. Why don't you talk about that a little bit? I have no. Like, what are what was that about? It's that's a really good question. It's a really it. good question. I mean, it's basically about Almodovar, and it's sort of this like meandering reflection of this man's life, um, from his uh, sort of like poor upbringing you know, to becoming, like, a filmmaker that had, you know, where he had, like, one big hit movie in the 80s that sort of propelled him and defined his career. 
and then he's sort of like at the in the end stages of his career and sort of you know addled by like various maladies physical maladies and and he's just sort of like i guess it's just sort of like a reflection on on pain and on aging and on time it's it's a movie that's sort of about like nothing yeah um, like in a european way in a classically european way I can't speak to that, but but it but it felt like life to me. I mean, I think okay. So remember how earlier I was talking about the ability for like an adult's mind to like meander and play, and like how important that is to in my mind. I think this movie does a really good job of reflecting on that mental space and reflecting on reflection Mm. and. And a life lived and sort of. It sounds sort of like standard to me. Like, I'm not trying to like. Maybe it I is. feel like it's just like, that's like what movies are. Yeah. And maybe it is. I but, feel like that's what movies be- are like after and 1960. Again, and again. So, okay. So I watched that but movie. I, mean, I watched that movie. And then like two weeks later, watched Parasite. Parasite. And I loved both of these movies, which is why the only reason that I'm comparing them is because they're both two movies that I loved that I saw recently. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, as much as I love that Almodovar movie, it sort of has no time and place and is basically irrelevant culturally, even though I think it's, like, a beautiful document that I would recommend to anybody that I I know. Whereas Parasite, I'm like, oh, this is, like, (laughs) if textbooks ever exist, again, this is, like, going in the textbooks. It's, like, an important fucking movie of the moment, or at least I... I think. I think that's sort of unquestionable. I mean, it's like the phenomenon of Parasite, I think, is like what's so breathtaking about it. It's just like sold out every 30 minutes. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, at oh thank God. Thank God. It, but I think it's because it's limited release in New York. Right. But like it's fucking like a big deal. It's yeah. a totally big deal. Yeah. But I do think... Um, that's an interesting that's an interesting time to put out an Almodovar movie like that. But I do think like his generation is definitely like in need of sort of like an old I think we also I mean, it's, it's, it's are all in need of uh, like an because like Noah Baumbach and like sort of took this historically like French idea or and also just like European in general like format of like sort of like meandering story about like failed men like he mm. sort of took that into his own and I am excited to see the new Noah Baumbach movie actually um but I think it's cool if like Europeans want to like reclaim like the European format of like a director reflecting on his life. Like like historically, like every major European director has mm-hmm. done that. It's just like it's part of the film. It's also funny narrative. like how like you know so like in the year twenty nineteen or whatever, like <clears throat> there's so <laughs> relatively soon, if not already, I've like white gays are about to have this like reckoning where like they are no longer <laughs> like they, I mean, they're not, they're not like an oppressed minority mm. basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like, you know, if I mean, you look, no argument here. About yeah. So or I, I should say we, we are no longer. Um, and it's like, and I think there's sort of has to be this like reckoning with that because I think that like a lot of white gay guys, 
sort of realize that on a subtle level but mm-hmm. are not able to vocalize it and feel deeply uncomfortable about it because that is like so locked in with their identity and and their like quote unquote value system. This movie is basically like also about like an old white gay guy like reflecting sort on of. his life. And it's I think that, and I think it's sort of like interesting because it's like there are so many of those movies of like some like old director who's just like, life, what is it all? Or whatever. And but it's and it's always a straight guy. And it's funny that it's like, you know, that like this is a gay guy and it is similarly irrelevant. Right. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. No, that's a sort of a huge huge. I still love I, I still like love that. it. I, I still like love it. Point. But it yeah. is similarly irrelevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a huge point. So love that take. <laughs> I love that take. Great, I great, love great, that great, take. Great, yeah, hold on to that. Um that's so interesting. Yeah, no, I mean, it goes back to the class struggle thing. It's like about like white gays feeling oppressed is like, I'll tell you why you feel oppressed. <laughs> it's because of yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the class system yeah. we you know, refuse to talk about. You know what's actually funny about that is actually, yeah, yeah because I you're literally working yourself to the bone for Yeah, or it's like you're even to, like, maybe you're even upper class, but like that yeah. relentless drive to stay in your class is, you know, is, it's yeah. real. Every, yeah. It's all a class issue. And that's yeah. at this point, unfortunately, for a lot of people, we have to wake up and realize that it's a class that issue. Unfortunately, we do have to eat the rich. Yeah, we have to oh, eat I'm sorry, the rich. The police are I'm here sorry, the to police pick are me up. To pick me up. Yeah. We're also next to um, the building that we're Jeffrey very, Epstein, Epstein died in. <laughs> is, yeah, was was dead in. Was dead in. To all those truthers out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will not say not murder, sure. and I will not say suicide. <laughs> I'll leave it up to your little yeah. stupid brains. <laughs> I'll leave it up to you to daydream about it, because daydreaming, daydreaming is, is radical yeah. activism. You know what is honestly <laughs> radical activism? Is, it is laying in your bed and staring at the ceiling for an hour and a half. You know who's always been a huge proponent of that? I'm gonna, <laughs> You're going to be like, don't say Sorry, that. Yeah. Um, no, but... Is Morrissey. (laughs) (laughs) And guess what? No problem with that. No problem with that. Also, like, literally, here we are, and we just, like, won't understand. Morrissey's literal taint. But, like, yeah, legit. But, like, here we can't, we can't even, like, fathom yet what Brexit's going to be. And we've been waiting for 300 years. so funny. Brexit is so funny and it's so in. It's, and like Brexit it's is so, so 2020. fucking 2020. <laughs> I was talking to my mom the other day and she was saying like, I was like, well, oh, it's like amazing for America if Brexit happens because we just give the UK all of our products. Like that's like suck. Mm-hmm. Like it's perfect for like a MAGA Trump America for mm-hmm. Brexit to happen. And then my mom was like, well, you know what we're going to sell them, right? (laughs) Chlorinated chicken. She goes, chlorinated chicken. And I go, excuse me, bitch. What? And she's like, yeah, we're selling them chlorinated chicken. And I was like, what is that? And she's like, it's chicken that we drag through bleach. And we sell to foreign countries like Russia. Like China. 
the UK is going to get chlorinated chicken. And I was like, what? And I was like, how do you know about this? It's all they talk about in England. It's all they talk about in England, how they're about to get chlorinated bleached chicken from the USA. She goes, it's evil what we do in trade. <laughs> like literally, she's like, literally talk about succession. So she was so like, it's bl- it so it's is the, evil. It's the bleach that trade. she doesn't like. Well, it's like, well, my mom is like so anglophilic that it's like the idea of like her fucking motherland getting chlorinated chicken is like, ugh, oh, you know. God, oh, heaven forbid. Yeah, exactly. Heaven forbid. Right. But she's like, we're going to give them chlorinated chicken. <laughs> but I am like, but I want to see those. But I do want to see those receipts of like what the U.S could possibly be selling to the UK in a Brexit situation. I mean, that's psycho. I mean, that's called fashion. Once we get our hands on that, fashion will be fully relevant again. Some, yeah. Legit, because it's like, because zing zong, zing zong. Make the a, only a, thing okay. that's ever been fashion is the Great Depression. Done. Be, oh, <laughs> that's the only thing that's ever been fashion. I need to see a big fucking couture gown made out of receipts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we've all been waiting for a receipt couture gown. Yeah, Not yeah. like a literal receipt, but a riff on that. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Make a Brexit dress. Max, but it, not a literal Brexit dress. Designers. Make Designers. <laughs> Designers. On your mark. Get yeah, make, make, it, make, it, make me a dress about... Designers, please make me a dress. How Is about that your the Brexit? Heidi Klum? No, I just, I was, I was thinking like I, I was do doing it. like an Italian with a lisp. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> sort of like, hey, designers, please make me a dress that is all receipts. <laughs> I got a little Catalan vibe. Yeah, it. it's, it's a Catalan, yeah? Yeah. That's very cute. Um, Catalan you know what? Catalan is always Catalan in. It's always, always in. Yeah. Always in. Pilgrimages, by the way, walking long distances. Go to Thunberg and yeah, yeah. No, but not even that. Like, no. I don't think boats will ever be in. But I think no, they will walking not. walking places, is huge. Walking though. huge, yeah. like huge distances. Walking through Europe, yes. literally walking through Europe. Yes. That's yes. gonna be huge. Yeah, because it's a protest on you got it borders. Mm, mm-hmm. And also, um, probably a lot easier uh, in uh, now that it's getting warmer in the world. And that's where we're going to conclude <laughs> this hot to trot episode of So Fashioning. We love you. Stay dry. Go vegan. Go vegan. Get fat. Get skinny again. Get, <laughs> get fat. Get skinny. Get fucked. Get fat. Get skinny. Get, get fucked. Bye. 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 Bye.